Saturday, August 21st, 2021, day seven, part C. End of day questions for reflection. Number one, what was the deal with that guy tonight? After a whole week of interactions with strangers and practicing being open, that one really stood out as odd. We've all got our shit and insecurities and patterns. People certainly have varying levels of emotional intelligence and social skills. But I think that guy thought he had really good skills. But I'm not sure he really knows how to be present and listening and emotionally responsible. But you know what? Not my monkey, not my zoo. Next. Number two. I knew I wasn't getting feedback and the energy from cool female friends about my week, but it wasn't until I got to share the breadth of nuances that I'm writing about and the depth of vulnerable thoughts and feelings I'm sharing and got to hear a female friend reflect back her genuine admiration for my courage that I could settle back into me. It was like I was questioning so much and challenging myself so much in such nuanced emotional ways. And I needed a female friend who really saw me and got me to reflect back what she saw. It meant so much to me in a way that I didn't realize I needed. It was so validating and grounding. Yay for girlfriends! Number three. I have the whole day open tomorrow. And the only thing that's a necessity is to call my parents back in Pennsylvania to catch up from the week. I'm not quite sure how much I want to tell them about my week Although they've always been a big fan of my work and videos, podcasts, book, the past week is much more detailed and personal than feels right for me to share with them, especially my dad. Which totally reminds me back in 2003, I think, when I performed in the University of Albany's production of The Vagina Monologues for the second year in a row as a graduate student. My parents drove the almost five hours north to see me on the final production, which was on a Saturday night in February. I had a few different parts in the show, but the literal climax of the show was a monologue called The Woman Who Liked to Make Vaginas Happy, about a female sex worker who worked for women. And I was the actress for this piece. At the end of the monologue, I mimicked the sounds of about 18 different moans and orgasm sounds, including such gems as the machine gun, the baby moan, the Irish Catholic moan, the tortured Zen moan. The final moan, orgasm, was the surprise triple orgasm moan, which is an over-the-top showstopper that was an absolute blast to perform on stage in front of an audience of about 800, including my parents. When the show was over and I found my parents in the audience, my mom met me with a huge hug and she said, we're so proud of you. You were so wonderful. And then I turned to my dad and asked, Well, so how was it, Daddy? Oh, the poor man. He looked flustered and uncomfortable and had trouble making eye contact with me. He's like, oh, it was good. It it was good. They're such good sports, though. I'm really lucky. So I guess tomorrow on the phone call with them, I'll just play it by ear and see how much feels right to share. I think my bigger concern, actually, though, is that I'm not sure how to explain this in a way that I think will make sense to them. Number four, I'm feeling much more relaxed without putting expectations on myself that I have to try to be interesting and witty in my text banter with Henry Knox because it wasn't happening and I felt like I was pushing myself to be open and or create something because of this challenge. 
I feel a weight off my shoulders to just let that one be an occasional text. And when he returns to San Diego, which he probably will at some point, I'd be happy to get together for a drink and see if anything else unfolds. And this leads me to the question of whether I put too much emphasis on text messaging to create meaningful connection. I dated a guy a while ago who was incredible in person, present, charming, funny, smart, communicative. But over text, he was like a different person. We finally started using text voice messages, and that made a massive difference to be able to hear his tone of voice and for him to have the freedom that speaking versus writing gave him. But just texting, which is so much of how dating and relationships unfold today, it's just fraught with misunderstandings and disappointments. But I'm not sure how to step back from using that as a potential path for connection. At least this is something for me to continue to reflect on and be more aware of, at least. Number five. This doesn't all feel like the right note and way that I want to end this seven-day challenge. So I think I'll use tomorrow as a wrap-up day and figure out what my take-home learnings and messages really are from this week and what I want to carry forward. And because it's my life and I'm taking charge of designing my life, if I want to turn a seven-day challenge into an eight-day one, then by all means, I will do so. Good night, my friends. Good night, my friends.